Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year to you, 2022. Hallelujah. God is good and we made it. Amen. And it's not by anything that we did, but by his grace that we made it to see another year. There are many who didn't get a chance to wake up to 2022, but we did. So that is that gives us more reason to thank God. Hallelujah. If you're still alive, that means God has something that he wants you to do. Amen. God has something that he wants you to do. Everybody, every human being that was ever born has a a task, has something that they have to do for the kingdom of heaven. And some people stay around long enough until they finally find out what it is. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So let's know what God wants us to do and get to doing it. Amen. Let's start doing the works of the kingdom of heaven and not so much our flesh. Amen. So many people uh, depend on their flesh and they depend on works uh, uh, too much to the point where they're weary and tired and forlorn and they begin to lose their joy. You know, we have joy in the Holy Ghost. God doesn't want us to be sad. He doesn't want you to be mad all the time. He doesn't want you to be angry. Amen. God wants you to have joy. He went, now that doesn't mean be silly. Amen. We understand that, but God wants you to enjoy your life. Amen. And that's what I pray for you today, that in 2022, you are able to just enjoy your life. Do the works of the kingdom of God with happiness, joy, peace, the peace that passes all understanding. Amen. Jesus, do it with Jesus. Let him do the hard work. Amen. Let him do the heavy work and you do the light work. Amen. Let me open this up with a prayer. I'll be uh, going from chapter six of Galatians. Amen. Heavenly Father, Lord God, we love you. We love you and we thank you for all that you've done for us. Thank you for sending Jesus down for us. Jesus, thank you for what you did on a cross just for us that nobody else would ever do. We thank you for giving us your representation of your blood and the representation of your body. With Every time we take communion, we, we appreciate that, Lord God. Jesus, we thank you for giving us your power, power to tread on serpents, power to cast out demons and devils, power to do good in life, power to be victorious, power to overcome. And that is what I... I I pray for everybody that's listening to this right now that that you double their power as of just this day, not for the rest of the year, but even every day they wake up that their power just doubles more and doubles and doubles and doubles and triples as the days go by and that they can see in the spirit, in the spirit, amen. Uh, we can start looking in the spirit and seeing just how you have blessed us and stop looking at the physical aspects of life. We, we need to stop looking at what is around us and what our eyes can see and what our senses can smell, hear and touch and feel. Uh, Lord God, we, I, I pray right now that you, you uh, uh, strengthen the, the uh, spiritual senses of each person listening to this in Jesus' holy name. And also we lift up to you all the prayer requests that we received, those that we could, we prayed for some and we prayed with some and others. All we can do is lift them up to you and just show people 
that we have your joy showing people it, it, uh, it, uh, showing people that we have your joy lets them know that we have the Holy Ghost inside of us and we believe in all things good. We believe in healing. We believe in signs and miracles. Hallelujah and wonders. Hallelujah. And we will continue to do so. So Holy Spirit, use me, use me, use me, use me. And I thank you for using me and use me to teach us something that we need to know. And I appreciate it in Jesus holy name. Amen. And amen. Hallelujah. Uh, now I'm going from Galatians chapter six. Uh, before we get into that, I just want to say a little something, something here. Um, we, uh, I don't know where everybody else is listening to this, but, uh, I live in like Western Pennsylvania and, and, uh, a, a lot of people who come on here and either on live or they call back later, whatever we live from, a lot of us are from Western Pennsylvania and it's been raining, raining, raining. This is the first of the year and it's raining so much that I have like a little lake outside the back, <laughs> the back of my house. It's not supposed to be there. Well, actually in front of my house, um, it's not supposed to be there. And uh, I, I was really hoping we would get some snow. I saw where someone got beautiful snow on some kind of island. It looked like Cayman, the Cayman Islands, but it wasn't C-A-Y. It was something else, Cayman and, or something, Cayman and Islands. Island, and I asked him. I said, "Where are you from?" And and I saw where he was from, WA. So I presume that's Washington. So Washington's getting snow. Uh, other people are getting snow, and we're getting rain here. I told people years ago, and people thought I was crazy when I said it. I said, "But you watch." I said, "There's going to come a time whenever California and Florida and Texas and all of them are going to get our weather, and we are going to get their weather." And ta-da, here it is. Amen. So uh, no matter what the weather is like, just please hold on to your joy. And you always hear him, he said all the time, King David encouraged himself. So if you have to encourage yourself, do so. Whatever you have to do, listen to music, preach, sing, play an instrument. Hallelujah. Watch a good movie, uh, hopefully a a godly movie, a, a clean movie. Amen. Uh, Read the Bible. Grab a good book. Encourage yourself. Teach your mind happy things. Amen. Allow your mind to absorb the good things in life and don't focus so much on problems. Problem children, problem spouse, problems with the bank, okay? Problems with the job, problems with the new. Listen to all this bad news. And you want to know something? I've been really, really checking out the news and everything lately, either on television or things that I see, (coughs) excuse me, coming online. And I absolutely have to say this. They lie. I have caught so many news stations. um, I don't... I don't know. They they say one time the numbers for whatever COVID is this and everything's getting better. And the very next night, they say not the next day, the very the very night, that very night, they say, well, COVID's getting worse and we're having more deaths. And I'm telling you, you can't go by what man says. You know how I always say God is not a man that he should lie. Thank God. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Yahweh, Jehovah. God is not a man that he could he should lie because men lie. The news lies. <laughs> the only thing that you can depend on in your life to get the truth from is the Bible. 
God. Keep your relationship open with God. And we're going to talk about, you know, people tiring out. And I know we're going through a lot. There's so much going on. 2021, I almost don't want to save that title. <laughs> 2000, you know what, was so weird, man. It was so many people, so many deaths and and so many things happening uh, in, in the natural that it, it makes you wonder, wow, did we really waste 365 days or what, was that a bust or what? You know, uh, but God has good news. That's what the gospel means. I came to preach the gospel to you, which is good news. Amen. God wants you to have the good news. He's got something good for you this year. Amen. So um, Galatians chapter six starts out like this. Brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, Ye which are spiritual, restore such a one in the spirit of meekness, considering thyself, lest thou also be tempted. Now, don't we all have faults? Everybody in this world has something where they have made some kind of mistake or done something wrong. Some people do it on purpose. Some people just can't help it. And other people didn't mean to. Everybody somewhere in their life, no matter who is listening to this, you have some kind, you have done or still, some still have some kind of fault. And if, if, you, if somebody does something to you that you don't like, it says um, restore that person in the spirit of meekness, considering yourself, lest you also be tempted. Um, learn to uh, forgive and encourage that person Amen. And let them know, okay, this happened, but everything's going to be all right. Amen. And that reminds me, you might've heard me say this before. There was a preacher who spoke on, and some of you might know who I'm talking about. I don't need to say the name, but there's, he might not be the only one, but there is a preacher who, he was an excellent speaker. He was a wonderful, wonderful down. He was just, he had full of the spirit and spoke. He was an excellent speaker. He began to speak on homosexuality. And we know homosexuality is an abomination unto God. Amen. So you don't hate the people. You pray for the people. Amen. You love the people. Okay. They don't hate you for smoking. Uh, They don't hate you for drinking. They don't hate you for cussing. Okay. Uh, But so why should you hate them? Amen. Uh, For whatever it is that they do. We lift the people up in prayer. But this preacher started to preach on homosexuality so much and people loved it. And they were like, hey, man, hallelujah. Every Sunday for years, hallelujah. And they cracked his little jokes or whatever. Yeah, ha, ha, ha. And everybody would laugh. And sure enough, and this is the truth. And some of you probably know what I'm talking about. This man began, his name began to come up negatively. Amen where he was uh, abusing some of the boys in his ministry. Okay. He was abusing some of the boys in his ministry. And then a a couple boys got bold and decided to sue him. And they was telling the news. They were telling people um, that he was abusing them sexually. And this went on for some years he kind of backed off preaching about that homosexuality, okay? 
he went from being absolutely uh, mad about it to learning how to calm down and forgive those people and pray for them. And sure enough, he died years later from AIDS. They found out that he was gay. Amen. They found out that he was gay. So see, this is why it tells you here, lest thou also be tempted. It says, um, and uh, be, restore such one in the spirit of meekness. Okay, he preached well. Everybody laughed at his jokes and everybody was like, hey, man, hallelujah. Tell him, tell him, tell, you know, and, and, and but he was too harsh. He didn't approach that with the spirit of meekness. He found something. He found a platform that he can joke around about and, and, and make everybody happy and make everybody giggle and smile about his little jokes and everything. Come and find out he was doing what he, he, he started doing that thing that he was preaching about. Okay. So be careful lest you also be tempted. Be careful how you talk about people. You call them drunks or, or, or dope addicts or, or this and that. And cause you could also be tempted as well. The Bible says Jesus was tempted in every area before he died. That's everything. Jesus was tempted with everything you could possibly think of before he died, left this earth and came back alive. Amen. He died, was buried, left the earth. Okay. Went up to his father and then came back. Hallelujah. He getting victory over sin, hell, and death. Jesus was tempted with everything. And if he was, we are going to be as well. Nobody is better than Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. That's, that's talking about spiritual restoration. Okay. Now we say we're Christians. I've been going to church for years. My grandmother used to sit me down with a candle and we would sing this little light of mine. And I was the cantor. Is that what they call them? I was a cantor in, in our uh, church or whatever, our sanctuary. Uh, I've been in church for years. I, I did this and that I was the usher, blah, blah, blah. Okay. But how are you treating other people? How are you treating certain situations that you run into in your life that you know are wrong? Amen. If your friend, if friend A gets mad at friend B, do you enjoy gossiping on the phone with them separately, uh, talking about friend B with friend A and, and laughing at all the jokes that she cracks or he cracks about that person? Or do you and then get on with friend B after you're finished talking to B, I mean, A, A then you talk to B and you talk about A with B. You're cracking jokes, laughing about them, and 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 and, and you're you're a troublemaker. The God, the Bible says, God is not the author of confusion. And if this is what you are doing, you are causing confusion. And don't you think that A and B are not going to get together and find out what you said and what kind of game you're playing? Amen. Because see, when the devil, I call I call him demons and cosmic jokers. When evil takes over, they make it in a way where you cannot, it's hard for you to get out. And if your flesh is strong and they know your flesh is strong, you're, you're uh, all about yourself, you're vain or whatever. They, them, honey, them spirits know that they can get you because they know how far you're going to go. 
Amen. They know how far you're going to go and they know that whatever they throw in front of you will make you fall. Amen. Hallelujah. So be humble, you know, uh, talk to them in a, in a spirit of meekness. Amen. And spiritually restore this, this, uh, relationship between person A and person B. And you will have the spirit of restoration in you. People will, A and B will know that you have Jesus in you. Amen. Do you want people to guess whether or not you're really saved? Do you want people to wonder whether or not you really have the Holy Spirit in you? I think not. Amen. We are, we need to be more like father God. We need to be more like the father. Amen. And number two says, bear ye another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. We are supposed to bear one another's burdens. Amen. This is talking about helping someone. Service is enjoined here. Amen. Having sympathy for people praying for people, laying hands on people, visiting people. You know, if, if somebody's having a hard time, let's say their car is broke down or something, offer a ride. Nowadays, people act like it's so out of their way to give somebody a ride to make sure, at least make sure they have food. Amen. Take them some food. If you don't want to pick them, in your, pick them up in your car, take them some food or something, offer something, help somebody. Amen. Hallelujah. Bear one another's burdens. When a husband leaves a wife, you, you, you coddle that wife. You hug her and you sit down with her, maybe with some cake and some coffee and, or just go over and see if she's doing okay. And, and even if you don't, you don't have to be a counselor. Nobody's asking for you to have a, a certificate hanging on your wall. Maybe she just needs somebody to talk to. And that doesn't mean to call the man bad names while you're sitting there sipping on tea or coffee, eating cake and talking with her. You don't dog her husband because if you sit there and you talk with that woman or that man, vice versa, whatever, and you dog their husband or their wife, I'm telling you, the devil is slick. Cosmic jokers will see to it that they get back together and they'll talk about you. Amen. And they both will find out that you took sides and they'll know that they cannot trust you. Amen. So don't take that person's side when you're consoling them. Okay. Just listen, give them what they call. You've heard it. A listening ear. Just listen. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Just listen. And this is what a lot of preachers, we preachers go through too, even with our, our own family. You know, we are so you, I know when I first got started, um, I just had this thing in me where I felt like helping people was giving them my point of view. <laughs> it went on for years and I wasn't helping anybody. They didn't need to hear my point of view. What they needed to hear was the word of God. Amen. They needed somebody to listen to them and just, you know, soak it in. Let them get rid of all that frustration that is inside of them. Now, I'm not talking about you sitting there being a toilet for somebody. Okay. Don't let anybody dump on you. Okay. But listen to them. 
And then when, after they feel better and they and you, you start talking, get a little, little sentences here and there and, and come back into the conversation, enlighten them and encourage them. And what is that one we say all the time? Um, oh, trouble don't last always. Even if you just say that, just say, well, look, I know you're going through a lot. It sounds like you're really hurt. And I'm, I'm sorry for that. I, I'm sorry you're going through that. You don't deserve this. But didn't God tell us? That's when you give him the word. And you say, but didn't God tell us? Doesn't the word tell us trouble don't last always? Amen. So hang in there, my friend. Hang. I'm going to call you tomorrow. I want you to stick around with me. Okay, hang in there with me. We're going to get through this. Amen. Trouble don't last always. And this is just, and, and as they also say, they also say that um, the, the, the storm comes first to just to throw you off. And sometimes it's just some trouble you're going through because God got a blessing on its way. Amen. Encourage people. Amen. Encourage yourself. Encourage other people. It's all about encouragement. Jesus encouraged people. He edified them. He lifted them up. Amen. And verse three says, for if, okay, for if, I was talking about the flesh, for if a man think himself to be something when he is nothing, he deceives himself. Stay humble. This is what this is saying. Stay humble because the last thing you want is for God to humble you. Okay. Because when he does it, it's going to hurt. You're going to go through some changes. Amen. You are going to change. Humble yourself. The Bible says in the sight of the Lord, and he will lift you up. Have show people you have the spirit of Christ in you. The Christ lives in you via the Holy Spirit. Amen. WWJD. Don't be conceited. Amen. Now it's okay. It's okay if you you you've done something in your life and and you're proud of it or whatever. And you just want to share it with somebody or whatever. But don't is the word gorge or gouge? Don't <laughs> don't gorge on it. Don't you know? Don't don't throw it down people's throats and to the point where it looks like people can tell it looks like you are just in love with yourself. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. It's okay to share once in a while, but just don't make it a daily habit. Amen. Make it about other people and then maybe throw you in once in a while. Amen. (laughs) If that, you don't even have to do that because it says God will lift us up. Amen. God will lift us up. You lift Jesus up and he will lift you up. Amen. Allow another man to praise thee. Amen. I think a lot of us have gone through that. Sometimes you just got to edify yourself. You got to encourage yourself. Amen. And but then there's another place where you just, you're not necessarily encouraging yourself, but you're getting on people's nerves. Amen. Hallelujah. Let another man praise thee. Let God raise you up. Hallelujah. Verse four, but let every man prove his own work and then shall he have rejoicing in himself alone and not in another. Amen. And that's kind of what I'm talking about here. Prove your work. Okay. But just don't get on people's nerves with it. Okay. Uh, You know, let people know that you have your ministry going on. You could put things online. You could go to visit, wear a mask. <laughs> you, know, you could go visit churches or visit ministries, other ministries or whatever. Or if you, you sing or you play an instrument or you're a nurse or whatever you do, do it as unto the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Prove 
your own work. Okay. Do not have self-deception. Don't deceive yourself. Prove yourself. Amen. Prove your work by working, by doing the works of the kingdom of God, by doing the things that causes the gospel to get out to save somebody or to help somebody. Amen. So we've got to examine ourselves. He says, uh, for when, uh, for if a man thinks himself to be something, uh, no, no, but let every man prove his own work and then shall he have rejoicing in himself alone and not in another. Amen. See, examine yourself. Make sure that you are on the right track. Make sure that you're in your own lane. Make sure that you're, the life you're living and the things that you do is that which God would have you to do and not from your own flesh. Amen. And then you will have spiritual joy. You'll be right on step with the Holy Spirit of God. Amen. Hallelujah. That is how you have spiritual joy. Amen. It says rejoicing in himself alone and not in another. That is that that is God letting you know that everybody around you, this is not going to happen to the point where everybody around you is happy and they're doing well and you're not. You can be, you could do well too. Just do your own thing. Amen. Hallelujah. Do what God has assigned you to do and stay out of everybody else's business. And this also, this is for leadership. If you have a ministry going on or something, you know, be careful how you put your ministry out there because everybody is not going to listen to you. And you guys saw a post I put on yesterday that says uh, everybody is not going to listen to you and everybody is not your tribe. Amen. There's some people out there that is working so hard that is laboring and laboring and laboring and nobody's listening. You're in the wrong lane. Make sure, prove you, foolproof your ministry, foolproof your life period. Make sure that whatever you're doing is called by God for you to be doing. Amen. Amen. Verse five, for every man shall bear his own burden. There it is personal responsibility. Bear your own burdens. Amen. Bear bear your own burden. Personal responsibility. Okay. Don't be a, uh, a millstone around someone's neck. Don't be the person that is needy all the time. Don't be the person that always needs help. Don't be the person that always has a problem. Don't be an energy vampire. Amen. If you are busy, listen, 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 this this is important. If you are busy about your own business and doing the work that God has called you to do and not just drifting through life, you will not get on people's nerves. You'll be too busy doing what you do to, to, to be a millstone around somebody else's neck. You won't be stealing somebody else's energy. You won't, look, I'm going to tell you now, okay? I'm 60-something years old, okay? <laughs> and I, I, I have just enough energy for me and to do what God calls me to do, amen? I am not, I refuse to have somebody around me that drains me to death, somebody who's miserable and just drains me to death. And my daughter lives with me, me with me as well. And I'm sure she'd probably say the same thing. We don't have it to do. 
<laughs> we God took care of us, moved us to a beautiful place. Oh my God, He moved us to a beautiful place, and it's it's peaceful. The peace that passes all understanding. And we, pardon my expression, but we don't have room nor time for somebody else's hell to follow us around because we will stop you at the road, not the door. <clears throat> we are comfortable. <clears throat> we are satisfied. Amen. And we will stop you at the road, especially you have those people who haven't contacted you in years. Didn't want to be bothered to see when you was down and out and when you needed help. Okay. Nobody want to be bothered then. Right. And then when God finally blesses you and everybody sees that you got blessed and all of a sudden, Hey, how you doing? Then you're everybody's cousin, right? <laughs> Who then you're everybody's cousin. Amen. So just bear your own burden, have a personal responsibility. Thank God for it. And if you need help in it, ask Jesus to help you and he will help you. Amen. I have my personal responsibility and everybody else should have their personal responsibility as well. Hallelujah. Like, hey, what the five virgins, five foolish and five wise virgins, the wise ones got their oil. And what happened? The bridegroom came and the, the foolish virgins had nothing. They, they didn't take out. They were so busy laying around being lazy, not taking care of their business, not not in their own lane, taking care of personal responsibility. And whenever the bridegroom came and they got caught being lazy, they, they asked the five wise virgins for their oil. And the wise one said, no, <laughs> no, you're not getting my oil. Go get your own. Just like we did. You are not going to drain me dry. You spiritual vampire. I'm going with the groom. We, we the four, the five of us, we're going to go with the groom and we're going to have a good time at TTYL. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Talk to you later. Hallelujah. Personal responsibility. Amen. Don't allow other people to take care of something that you are supposed to take care of. Then that's laziness, that's slothfulness. And we know in the Old Testament, Old Testament talk about slothfulness. Amen. Amen. The Old Testament talks about sloths. Don't, God does not want us to be a sloth. Amen. Don't have slothful ways. That means don't be lazy. Don't lay around like you got nothing but time to spend. Amen. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Oh, there's a few of them. Um, Matthew 25. Let's look in, let's look at Matthew 25, 26. Uh, let me put something here until I Matthew 25, 26. Okay. Let me see. I'm going to see. There's a few of them in there. And Matthew 25, 26 reads like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 25, 26. I was going to say, Lord, that's, that's a bad mistake right there. 25, 26. And the Lord, let me see. I'll go up to, um, we're talking about the talents. I'll go up to 24. And then he, which had received the one talent, we know about these talents, right? Uh, came um, and said, Lord, I knew thee that thou art a hard man. He's telling the man about himself, right? He's supposed to do something with that talent. He's telling him he's in another man's lane. I knew you were a hard man, reaping where thou hast not sown and gathering where thou hast not strawed. And I was afraid and went and hid thy talent in the earth. Oh, 
there thou hast that is thine. He thought he was doing the man a favor. Amen. Going to talk about him. Tell him about himself. And then talk about, yeah, I got your, I got your talent. And verse 26 says, his Lord answered and said unto him, thou wicked and slothful servant. Notice he called him wicked and slothful. The man was lazy. He did absolutely nothing with that talent. Amen. <laughs> he said, thou knewest that I reap where I sowed not and gather where I have not straw. Thou oughtest therefore to have put my money to the exchangers. And then at my coming, I should have received mine own with usury. Amen. Then he says, take therefore the talent from him and give it to somebody else. <laughs> Amen. He said, take it from him and give it to some, some, give it, to, give it to somebody else. Amen. And this is how God feels about slothfulness, about people who are lazy and don't want to do the things that they are supposed to do. Um, Romans 12, 11, there's two, two more Romans 12, 11. If you want to write these down in Hebrews 6, uh, 12, let's look in Romans 12, 11. Let's keep it on a roll. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Keep it on a roll. Amen. Romans, got all these tags in here. 12, what I say, 11. Okay. Romans 12, 11 says, um, not, sl- let me see. I'll start with, I like to start upon, let's start with, uh, nine. Love, let love be without dissimulation, abhor that which is evil, cleave to that which is good. Be kindly affectioned one to another. There you go with brotherly love. Amen. And honor preferring one another, not slothful in business, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. Amen. Not slothful in business, not slothfulness, not being lazy. Amen. And what is the third one I told you guys? Um, Hebrews 6, 12, and this will be Hebrews 6, 12. Amen. Let's go to Hebrews 6, 12. Amen. Amen. And it says, um, 11, no, I'll go up to 10 for God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love, which ye have showed toward his name. And that ye have ministered to the saints and do minister. And we desire that every one of you show the same diligence to the full assurance of hope until the end. Hang in there until the end, y'all. Don't get slothful. Don't let go. Hold on to God's unchanging hand. Hallelujah. That ye be not slothful, but followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promises. I'm going to read that again. Please write down Hebrews 6, 12, that ye be not slothful, lazy, but followers of them who through faith, followers of the faithful and patience, what's my favorite word, y'all, the big P. Uh, What are the three P's, Alex? (laughs) Amen. Amen. Patience and inherit. You'll inherit the promises. Amen. You will inherit the promises with patience. Amen. Hallelujah. And this is what we're talking about. Don't be slothful. Amen. 
have energy. I pray for you right now that God would give you the vitality in Jesus name. All of us. All, I, hey, I'm included. I'm included in this one. In fact, I decree and I declare for 2022, all of us are going to have more vitality than we've ever had in our lives. And we are going to remain young. We're going to talk young, look young, act young, act young because the Holy Spirit lives in us. And I don't like that song that says there's a hole in this old building and I just got to move. No, I don't want no holes. We are going to, hey guys, we're not going to have no holes in this building, right? In this young building. It's a young building. Amen. Hallelujah. In Jesus name. Amen vitality, vitality. And I'm not talking about pills with a V on them. Vitality. Amen. Hallelujah. And let me see what's next. Uh, he's so with this. Okay. Um, let him be taught. Okay. Six, let him, uh, let him that is taught in the world, communicate unto him that teaches all good things. Amen. Talking about, uh, teaching, all good things, the gospel, preach the gospel, read the Bible, learn about it. So you're not deceived. Amen. Hallelujah. Don't sow evil seeds. Sow good seeds. Amen. In the verse, verse number seven, uh, be not deceived. God is not mocked for whatsoever man sows. That's what he's going to reap. So whatever you're sowing in your life, okay, you could be sowing some seeds. That's good. Give it to some ministries or whatever. Okay. But whatever you're sowing in your life, that is what God's going to go by when he rewards you. Amen. And when he sees that you've sown something for a purpose, when he sees that you put a name on it, he will bless that. But if he sees that you sowed something purposefully to get something back, amen, that's not very good. That's not giving with the right heart. Amen. You give because you love the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. You don't give because you want to be uh, put your, 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 your name on the billboard at the church or something above sister Sally, sister Sally gave eight fifty, and you gave eight fifty one. <laughs> Come on. God knows that stuff. Amen. Amen. Be not deceived. It says God is not mocked. You cannot mock God. You can't make fun of God. You're not, God's not going to let you use him or his kingdom. Amen. For evil purposes. Amen. Verse eight says, for he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. And he that soweth to the spirit shall of the spirit, uh, spirit reap life everlasting. Let's talk about the flesh and the, 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 and the spirit. I believe in the next one, I'll end on nine. I believe in my heart of hearts that as human beings, especially the body of Christ, there are a lot of people, not all, but there are a lot of people who are focusing too much on the flesh. And I'm talking about in your imagination, in your mind, because whatever comes up out of a man is coming up out of his heart. And some of the things that come up out of our mouths sometimes tell on us. It lets people know where you've been and what you've been thinking. We focus too much on the flesh. If God lives in you, there should not be fear. Amen. There should be caution but not fear. 
if God lives in you, you should know that your bill is going to get paid. Not not like, well, I wonder if if God if, if you're saying God lives in you, then you should know that God is going to send somebody to help you and take care of you. Amen. We focus too much on the flesh. We're worried about our eyes, our hair, our teeth, our nails, our skin. Uh, do, do I have enough tan or do I am I too dark? We're worried about our clothes and and do we look good and 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 we want to make sure that we, how do they say, uh, the first impression is the best impression. How's about when you open your mouth, that's the impression. Amen. When you, you could be dressed tacky, not saying tacky on purpose, but you could be dressed tacky, open up your mouth and, and, and the Holy Spirit can use you. And that person will know, don't worry about the clothes. They're smart. Hire them. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. We need to start focus. Listen, I want everybody to start focusing on your, on the spirit that is inside of you. Let's start focusing on the spirit realm, the spirit world. Amen. Hallelujah. Focus on the spirit world because everything that happens in the natural happens in the spirit first. Hallelujah. I heard that. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. <laughs> That's right. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Everything that happens in the natural happens in the spirit first. Instead of sitting around thinking everything's okay, your family's fine, your your son's fine, your daughter's fine, your mom, your dad, your uncle, grandpa, grandma, aunt, your your wife, your husband. Instead of sitting around thinking everything's okay, everything's okay until something bad happens. How's about just praying to stop bad things from happening? How's about praying for people? How's about praying every day for your family? Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Amen. Pray for your family. Hallelujah. Pray for your enemies. You know, you get blessed for praying for your enemies because Jesus even said in the Bible, it's easy to pray for the people you love. He wants you to pray for your enemies. Are they souls or what? I don't care if they don't like you. I've had people that hate me. I have people right now that are telling so many lies on me that people that want to get to know me don't know what to believe. <laughs> you know, I pray for them. And the reason I say, I, I, the reason I can say is, I, the reason I can say that I pray for everybody around the world is because every day, I've been doing this lately, and I like it. Every day, I have been saying in my prayers, And Lord, I pray for souls all around the world. I pray for souls, period. Every day I pray for souls. That means my neighbor that doesn't like me. That means my uncle that can't stand me. That means my cousin that thinks I'm crazy. That's all of them. I pray for all of them. So include that. Start praying for souls because that's what the devil wants around the world. And the last, I'm stopping right here. <clears throat> Let me check my time. <clears throat> okay. Oh, yeah, Lord. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Um, Galatians 6, 9. And this is how I want to end this because I want you all to chill and let God be do the heavy work. Amen. It says, and let us not be weary in well-doing for in due season, in due season, in due season, in due season, we shall reap if what? If we faint not. You have been tired 
You have been frustrated. You have even wondered if God heard your prayers. Some of you have lost loved ones. We've all been through some stuff. Amen. We've all, no matter what country we're from, we've all been through something. But hold on to God. If it's the last thing that I ever get to tell you in this world, hold on to God. Persevere. Another P. (laughs) Amen. Patience, perseverance. And I forgot what the third one was I preached on one time. What are the three P's, Alex? Amen. Persevere. Hang on. There's a song a woman used to sing in a church I used to go to called, uh, let me see. Just leave it to the Lord. Don't you ever be ashamed. If you need someone to talk to, hold to God's unchanging hand. And then a choir would come in. Hold to God's unchanging, hold to his hand. Hold to God's unchanging, God's unchanging hand. Some of you may have heard that song before. Oh, I love that song. And that's how I'm going to leave it. Hold to God's unchanging hand. No matter what your eyes see, no matter what your nose smells, no matter what your ears hear, hallelujah, no matter what your hands feel, touch, hearing, seeing, smelling, whatever. Amen. And whatever you think you're tasting, (laughs) okay, or whatever you've tasted, let that go. To be honest with you, your spirit is more important than that. How is it that we have people who cannot see that can hear real good? How is it that we have people that cannot, um, let's say, hear, let's say they can't um, speak, amen, but they're still talented? It's not about the five so they say six senses. It's not about that, y'all. You've been taught wrong. It's not about what you see, taste, touch, hear, and smell. Okay? Please remember this. It's about your spiritual character. Start stocking up. We're telling everybody to stock up on food and rice and corn and blah, 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 water or something, whatever. I'm telling you, stock up in the spirit. Start working on your spirit, man. Hug him. Amen. Hug her. Love her and let her know everything's going to be all right because you trust in him. You trust in her. You trust that they're going to do the right thing through the Holy Spirit that lives in you. Amen. Hallelujah. Are you saved? Are you saved? This is Reverend Essie. And I'm ending this with the call to Jesus, the call to be saved from sin, hell, and death. If you haven't accepted Jesus yet, just do this. Say, Jesus, forgive me of my sins. I repent of my sins. And I believe that you died on the cross and rose three days later from the dead for me, of which I appreciate. 
I accept you as my Savior. I love you, Jesus, and thank you so much. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And if you just said that, welcome to the family of God. Find a Bible-believing church and start to learn of him. It's never too late. The Bible says that everything you did up until this time is gone. God, the Bible says God threw it as far as the east is from the west. So it is G-O-N-E, my friend. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you for listening. God bless you. Keep you. Make his face to shine upon you. Hallelujah. Uh, Give you his grace, mercy, peace that passes all understanding. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. May the Holy Spirit continue to stir up within you. In Jesus' holy name, thank you for coming to listen. Uh, Happy New Year, y'all. Reverend Essie signing off. God bless you. And remember, Jesus is Lord. Amen.